0: Hi, my name is Dr. Harvey Castro and today I have the honor to be with Mayor Newton. Um, you know, I've always had an interest in political science, that's yeah. what I did as an undergrad mm. and uh, I always joke around with my family and friends that when, when when I grow up I want to go into politics. <laughs> so, so I think the next life, that's what I'd like to do. So with that yeah. said, I'd, lo- I'd love to hear your background. You sure. Yeah. Before I do that, I
1: want to thank you guys for a couple of reasons. One, being in town, being a business in town, I really appreciate you being here. and. Uh, and I was at a uh, chamber luncheon recently, and you guys had uh, sponsored that luncheon, and you spoke about your company, and I was impressed with uh, your company and how you run it and what you do. So, well, Thank you so much. Thank you right. for being here. I so see. a little bit about me. Uh, so I've been in Colorado about 35 years. Came up here from College Station. So I've been an educator. I was a tenured professor of electrical engineering at A&M for a number of years. Started uh-huh. in and run a couple of companies, so I've been an entrepreneur, and I, uh, I was the executive in a couple of Fortune 500 companies. I actually retired from Alcon Laboratories, an ophthalmic pharmaceutical uh, in Fort Worth. It was a homegrown company, actually. Met my wife here. She grew up in Grapevine and Colleyville all of her life, so that's a little bit unusual these days. But I met her in 1989. Uh, We didn't know each other. We both ran for city council at the same time. She tells her she didn't vote for me, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) but I did win. So we got, we got married later. I've been in uh, politics, uh, in local politics, for, for a long time, a long time, in and out. I've been elected city council four times and the mayor five times. I like to tell people I've never been, served more than two consecutive terms at a time. I'm proud of that, and not because I lost elections.
0: <laughs> well, we appreciate your service. Uh, uh-huh. As a health care provider myself, I, I, I love serving the community, mm-hmm. and I can see that passion in, your, in you, that mm-hmm. you're serving our community. So thank you. The council just set their vision and goals for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. What are some top takeaways from the process?
1: Sure, uh, well, let me talk a little bit about first why we do that. It's, uh, it's very important in a, a city that the city staff and the city council, the elected officials are in complete alignment on what's going on. It's good that the elected officials are in alignment first. And so when I, I came back into office and in mayor in 2016, I'm, so I'm serving my second term, right now. I started the process that we have review our strategy and our goals every year right after the election in case we have new city council members and we set objectives for the coming year. Mm -hmm. And at that session we also grade ourselves on how did we do on our objectives last year. Mm -hmm. So that's what we've done. We just recently completed that. We came out of that this year with 10 objectives, and so I'm not going to go through all of those with you. They're all important, but let me I'll just highlight three or four. The first one I want to talk about sounds a little mundane. I'm going to talk about drainage, but drainage is uh, very important to everybody. And you, I've been in office a long time. You always got to deal with drainage. So when I came back in office, we immediately started attacking drainage. We requires approval on drainage for any zoning application. We set a committee up in the staff to log in any complaints there are. And track those and take action on those. Get back to the citizens. And where we're at on the process right now is we've actually done a drainage study of the whole city, very strategic at the strategic Mm -hmm. level. And so the objectives this year is to get our capital improvement plans, fee structure in place, so we have money to fund, and then a capital improvement plan to set priorities for how, over the long haul, we address all those strategic drainage Mm -hmm. issues. So that's that's one. Another one is of course uh, Highway Twenty Six enhancement. So. 26 is done, the road's done. I'm very proud of that. Took a while. And the medians are just about done. They'll be done this month or next month. But there's another step, and that is the gateway enhancement. So at John McCain on the Northern Gateway coming into town, at Main Street, and at the Southern Gateway, there's gonna be some major structures, towers made out of stone, that are gonna be very nice and really gonna mark Colleyville, I think. And so that's a major priority. Economic development is always a priority but we have recently purchased land on the Northern Gateway, like 42 acres, 41 acres, greenfield land when he's driving to Collierville Mm -hmm. because we wanted to control it, what was built there. So we will eventually have partnership with private companies to develop that and something that fits Collierville's vision. And same thing on the southern end. Uh, So we just want to drive quality commercial development. and then implementation, of beautification of of key businesses. We put a lot of money into that. Those are four other things on the list of 10 things are redoing the senior center, renovating the senior center, uh, continuing to acquire parcels of land. I won't rattle off the rest of them, but those are the highlights.
0: Well, awesome. I I know personally there's no way of getting to your goal if you don't know which way you're going. So it sounds like you guys know where you're going and the best alignment is having your team with you. So it sounds Mm -hmm. like you aligned your team and you're ready to go. So Mm -hmm. that's awesome to hear. I had another question here. Basically, what is your intent when you came back into office, and how have you been executing it? I know you kind of mentioned it, but I wanted to see if you could elaborate a little more. So, that's really a
1: two-part question. Yes, sir. What was my intent in coming into office? Because that was a very uh, conscious decision to come back into office. Because I'd been out about 10 years or so. My wife told me to do that. (laughs) I did that. But then I got a little concerned that Colorville may have been veering off of where, you know, what its success factors are. Colorville is a wonderful community. One reason is it's very low density. We have large lots, we have a lot of open green space. People love that. It's kind of got the small hometown feel. There was a lot more higher density developments being approved, and the council at that time made a change to the master plan that kind of embraced that, which was an issue with a lot of people. And so I live in Collierville, I'm not ever gonna move, I'll die here. This is my home, Uh, it's a wonderful place, and I don't want it to change from that. And I've been around in uh, this business long enough to know that if you change some of those factors, it can change really quickly, because we're in a high development area, people wanna come here, and developers want to go smaller and smaller and smaller. But that's not our vision. Mm -hmm. So that was one reason, and because of that, it was important to reestablish trust and transparency with citizens. Keyword word is trust and in politics, you get, people have to trust you. And that was really important to do that. The other one is financial strategies to really uh, put a, a, a great framework in place for how the city runs financially and efficiently. We've done that, I'll talk about that in, in a minute and make sure we're beautifying everywhere. You know, We're doing it on 26, we, we're actually putting money into helping businesses beautify the landscape, change their signs, we do it in our parks, so, the other thing is to get things done <laughs> I, i'm am I'm I a'm set objectives and make it happen. Uh, and so nothing had happened in Colleyville, for while, so wanted to get it done and make it happen, and uh, we're accomplishing that. So that's the front end of why did I do it? Why was I thinking now, you ask, how are you implementing those things? How are you doing those things? So I'm going to hit each one of those the The first one's important, and that's how did keep Charlie Charlie his vision, the vision being uh, the critical success factor is low density and high quality. That's important because I keep property values high over the long haul and that's what's good for citizens. Typically people's greatest investment is in their home. Mm. And some people worry about, well, if your property values go up, your taxes go up. And I'm gonna address that in a minute. Mm. But making sure that happens is, it doesn't happen by accident. So the comprehensive master plan is the policy defines the vision of the city, the strategy of the city, and it sets policy. I mentioned a while ago that had been changed uh, in the year before I came in. What we did is changed it back to where it needed to be to ensure that Colleyville was going to stay Colleyville over the long term. And not only that, that's just policy. so the laws what developers have to follow are ordinances and resolutions and land development code, which is a whole set of ordinances defining how do you develop. So we did the entire land development code, redid it, re-looked at it and we did it with staff. That was very important because that gave the staff equity and how that was done. Everybody understood it. The council participated, getting the elected officials to really understand those ordinances and how they work when you're up there making zoning decisions is critical. So, we did that. One of the changes we made in the master plan was putting in things like protecting the integrity of existing neighborhoods. Critical to Colleyville. because Colleyville is near build-out. We have a lot of large lots and acreage. You know, people come in and buy those. Tear the house down. Perfectly good houses, tear them down and build bigger ones, but uh, there's pressure to tear them down and start and divide that land up. Divide two acres up and a half acres or smaller. And, we don't let that happen in fact we've zoned up we've taken smaller lots and put them together and so i'm, I'm very proud of that fact so wow. we have to maintain this small town feel that Colleyville has so that was the first one uh, that i mentioned the second one's re establish trust and transparency so a big thing that we did uh, we basically asked the citizens to vote on a city charter change that put in term limits so basically you had a bunch of politicians saying, hey, put us out of a job. And that passed overwhelmingly. It was the biggest election Columbia has ever had. So there's now two term limits, two three-year term limits. Now you can go from city council to mayor, but I'm out after this term. Now you can sit out one term and come back. So that was a huge thing. And then really to build trust, it's hard to build. It's easy to lose, right? So you got to say what you're mm-hmm. going to do and do it. And so that's a mantra around here, and communicate, 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 and listen, 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 listen to citizens. They're why we're here. That's why the city's here. This is their money. We're spending their money. So what they want to do is very important. And make our finances an open book, and we've done that on our web page. There's a financial transparency page. Everything there is there, audits, budgets, even the check register. You could literally, if you want to take the time, you could look and see where every dollar is being spent. Literally.
0: That's amazing.
1: And so we've got the highest rating on financial transparency. And uh, operate like a small business. What that means is provide great value. Like you run a business, and you know, I've run businesses and businesses don't just have customers. You've got to have low cost, high service, which equates to great value, and customers come. If you lose that, you lose your customers. Mm-hmm. Think about a city or, or a governmental agency, which a city is. You don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got an infinite revenue source It's not going away because we can tax people, right? Citizens aren't leaving. I mean, your customers are here. They're not going away. So there is not the same incentives, and they're very bureaucratic. And so the only way you accomplish that is for the elected official to set policy to say, we're going to do it. We're going to do it anyway, because that's the right thing to do for citizens. And we literally do that. And so we have the lowest, second lowest tax rate of any city around here. And we've lowered it every year. Matter of fact, you know, I, I said a while ago that we do everything we can to ensure property values are gonna stay there and go up, even in times of recession, which they've done. But then that also says, that if you don't do something about the tax rate, your tax bill will go up also. Mm-hmm. So what we've done for the last three years, and we'll do it again this year, is lower the tax rate enough to completely offset that property value increase, so your tax bill basically stays the same. Amazing. That's called the no new revenue tax rate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if anybody else has been able to accomplish that no. for four years. We pay cash for everything. We have the, uh, we have a lower tax rate than 96 percent of cities in Texas over twenty thousand. We're proud of that because we work hard at that, and we do not borrow money. We paid off one bond that was $4.75 million recently just to get rid of that debt. We only have one left What was in place a long time ago, a little over $2 million, I think. And we would pay it off. We have the money to pay it off. We can't pay it off because it's a non-callable bond, general obligation bond. You can't call it. Otherwise, we would be paying it off. So we put a lot of effort in this. Finances and how that's handled. And Colorado is very, very unique uh, that when I always say we run like a small business because we don't spend money unless it brings value. We reduce the administrative overhead and put the money into the operations people that are doing the work, mm. which is what small business does. Yeah. Most cities do not do that. And then I talked about getting things done. One thing when I ran in 2016 to come back in office, everybody said, we want better roads, we want better roads. Said, Fine, you get better roads. We've aggressively rebuilt roads and maintained roads. I mean, to the point that people will come and say, wow, this is painful. I mean, man, we got five roads under construction. When's that going to stop? I said, hey, you said you wanted better roads. That's what it takes to get it. We're doing it. And by the time we get through the conversation, I've never had anybody say, oh yeah, stop. No, we want the roads. It is a little painful for a little bit to do it. Where 26 started, I was mayor in 1999. That's when Highway 26 project started. Wow. That long ago. And so I wanted it done, you know, uh, when I was in office and we got it done. Another one is front of city hall, there's a little plaza out there. I have a lot of events in that Ronnie's great at running events and uh, small concerts and things. We have them mm-hmm. every a couple of weeks because that's part of the small town field. Mm-hmm. And that was an original project of the Tax Increment Financing District, which was put in place when I was there in 1998. Never got done. We did that. And so I'm just giving examples of things that time to make things happen, get them done. So that's what we've been about for the last four or so years. Tons of roads and a lot of uh, input to to parks. It's this city park right outside the window uh, mm-hmm. out here and we redid all the baseball fields. We renovated the restrooms, uh, we put new restrooms in the soccer fields and the nature center and Reagan Parks is another park. We redid the playground at Sparger Park. So a lot of investment in park because that's part of the quality yeah. and the amenities that bring a high quality of life, why people like to be in Colleyville.
0: Well, I'm excited. I think I'm going to move to Collierville now after all this. Oh, I didn't realize this is amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Oh, by,
1: by the way, we're building pickleball courts. The seniors uh, said we want pickleball courts. And, I have heard about pickleball. In fact, they're under the beginning construction. Of oh, how right exciting. Oh, another thing that is part of getting it done is uh, the connectivity from trails and pedestrian access has gone, gone up dramatically with a lot of work in it filling in the trail systems. Mm. So the trails go across Colleyville. We just finished one down John McCain. I, again, I won't bore you with rattling off everything we're doing, but we're pretty pretty well connected from a pedestrian access. And that's another thing these days people really love. They love to get out and walk and and get out in the fresh air and get to the parks and
0: whatnot. So fascinating facts about Colleyville. I really appreciate it. and I'd like to know more about your strong support for lower density in the residential development it's been
1: proven uh, over the long haul that if you have larger lots and more open space and more green space, the value stays up. You can drive, just drive around the Metroplex and look. And over time, it, why does that happen? So that happened for a couple of reasons. It's very interesting that people seem to keep their interest in keeping their place nice. Uh, plus, the, we the city do that too. So it's just kind of a mentality that sets in. But Helping our grandson find a house, he's a Dallas police officer, so he's trying to buy his first house. So me and my wife have been going all over this place, helping to look. And the ones that have lower density and bigger lots are really way up there. I mean, he can't afford them, but uh, that it holds value, and that's what's good good for the citizens. And it so this that um, green space, openness, people feel comfortable. They they like it. It just adds to that quality of life. That's, that's what's important. And it's a proven success factor in Colleyville. That's good to know. Well, I'm yeah. I'm learning a lot, so yeah. thank you so much. <laughs>
0: You're enlightening me in so many ways. I'm curious, what makes Colleyville such a unique place? Well, there's several things, but one thing
1: I always lead off with is the people. We have great people in Colleyville. And you have uh, tons of experience and expertise and people here. If I, as mayor, need to put a committee together or need advice or put a commission together, you name the topic, I guarantee you I can find a Colville citizens that's an expert and has lots of experience in that, and we've done that many times to address key issues like uh, uh, utility fees and structures, which we've completely revamped to make it equitable. So that's one. And uh, by the way, you know you're in the medical business, uh, you know the great people. Another reason we have the highest vaccinated percentage of population of any city in Tarrant mm-hmm. County. That's wow. just another, you know, people are serious. I mean, they go do it. They make it happen. I mean, they, they don't miss around. Yeah, <laughs> so we have great people. And Collinville is unique. I've already said a little bit about our financial approach. Uh, we have low taxes. Uh, we pass budgets with surpluses every year. And then we exceed those surplus. I didn't mention that a while ago. At the end of every year, we always have a surplus that exceeds what we put in the budget. I mean, it's just phenomenal. You, know, you have to say, how in the world do you do that? And me and the city manager have had long conversations about that, and it just gets back to how you run the city, mm-hmm. that that business approach and that business mentality. Mm-hmm. And I, I I would claim as mayor, any city could do it. Mm-hmm. It just sits in your mind to doing it different than the typical bureaucratic approach. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's pretty unique to Columbia. I can. I can rattle off financial numbers that I don't think any city around anywhere can rattle this off. That's my little elevator speech. I love to give, tell people all the time. Got this small hometown feel. We do a lot of events in town. I mentioned that. By the way, before I forget it, June the 25th is our annual Stars and Guitars event. This is a big deal. This is our Independence Day celebration. Jody Messina's gonna be here, uh, you know, a, a well-known uh, country artist. It's gonna be right out here in City Park. Food trucks and the kids' games and pony rides start at 5, she'll be on like 7.30, and then we have fireworks at 9.30. And this is going to be the biggest fireworks show you have ever seen. And the reason is, we always put on a big fireworks show. But we were going to have a city fair a few months ago, got rained out. We'd already paid all the vendors. And so they all agreed, though, to move to this one, including fireworks. So we, we... we're not going to make the fireworks show longer, it's just going to be twice as intense. Oh, so it's going to uh, be really interesting. Oh, I gotta come, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta come to see
0: that. <laughs> well, exciting, thank you for sharing that. I'm uh, just so excited to hear all the things you've done in your past and, yeah. and your term for this Colleyville. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, what are you most proud of as a result of all your years in office? Yeah, uh, That's a hard question, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, as
1: I think back on that, I'm very proud of it, you know, you set objectives and we've accomplished those, but if the biggies, the real biggies. I mentioned tax increment financing district a while ago. I didn't talk about what that was, but basically that's a method to fund economic development. And that was put in place in 1998 when I was mayor. So it lasts up until 2030. It has a specific time frame. money that comes from that gets put in a fund for economic development, and we have used that very well, but it's a, it's a fundamental uh, funding mechanism for Collierville. You've probably seen the gift cards that we send out mm-hmm. to try to yeah. encourage people to come spend their money in our businesses, and now we're even sending those outside of Colleyville to get people to come in. Oh, We've done that multiple times. There's no, another one coming up for Independence Day, $35 gift cards, and we wow. do a $50 one for we call it a cares card that we have the the churches give out to people right. that may need it, any anybody. And we're also going to give those now to families of uh, veterans or so anybody serving the service. They get those $50 cards. That's downtown. amazing. But that's one example. We have a number of grant programs that funded from TIF that we put into business. I mentioned grants for landscaping, grants mm-hmm. for improving your signs, grants for updating your external building because we have a going to have a beautiful Highway Twenty Six, and we want the businesses to uh, beautification come up, and they're all they're beginning to take advantage of that. We fund all of that out of this TIF, so it's really been an economic development engine that most cities don't have and so it's worked out very well. I'm very proud of all the parks that we have. Uh, we have a world-class Hollyville Nature Center. World-class. It's known, it's known in other countries. Because goes to the pictures of the animals and the birds and the owls that people come from all over the place to, to see those and take those pictures. And we put that in. I was in the mayor when we did that many years ago. Uh, city park, soccer fields, a web House, which is that uh, we redid uh, and is now part of a trailhead for our Blue Bonnet Trail. Put in many trails, I'm all proud and uh, we did all those while I was here. I'm very proud of the Latte like Collierville Center, I was mayor when we put in the Collierville Center. It was a huge deal back then to, to try to make that happen. I was mayor when we put in the library, married when we put in the plaza, I mean, the Justice Center. By the way, we recently purchased the pond in front of the Justice Center. Everybody thought that was part of the city, but it wasn't. We went and bought it, and we're going to make it look really nice. So that's part of our beautification effort. State Highway 26 completion and beautification is a big deal. I mean, I am I'm, I'm that, that's a, you know, I said I was married when I started. I'm mayor when it's done. So we got it done, and then we had to put some work in to make that happen. So basically, kind of in one sentence, laying the foundations that was required to... Keep Collierville what it is and the ordinances and making sure it stays what it is and, and providing the money and the funding mechanism to ensure that can happen. As long as you got got elected officials and good city staff, it's going to happen. Everything's in place for to, Colville to stay the way it is well past me.
0: And mm-hmm. so I'm proud of that. It's exciting. I'm, I'm serious when I say I'm going to look into Colleyville Good, moving out on, here. Come on, we love to have you. I appreciate everything. I mean, sure. everything you've shared, it's insightful and inspiring. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think you inspired me to <laughs> look at politics some more later in <laughs> my next life. I, I'm serious. Uh, after Trusted, yeah. I think uh, I've always told my business sure. for everyone that's yeah. that's what I want to do one day. Well, thank you so much well, for your time. You. And, and gosh, this is, like I said, very inspiring, really exciting to see all the things you're doing for the yeah. citizens and, and really smart. Uh, one of the key things in doing all this is to make sure you align your leadership with yep. your team which you've mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. done and then that's also to have that vision and you mm-hmm. guys have definitely had a strong vision and, mm-hmm. and creating the blueprints for mm-hmm. future leaders to come is mm-hmm. so so important. So yes. thank you for all you do. Well, for thank us. you.
1: I appreciate you
0: letting me do this.
1: Awesome.
0: Well thank you. <laughs>